You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast. Before we dive in today, I just want to say I just want to acknowledge that <laughs> the audio on the last episode I know was a little bit funny. It was um, because there was sections where I sounded more fuzzy and like far away, and that's because my Garage Band, the software I use, stopped picking up my nice, beautiful Yeti mic, which I'm speaking into now. It should sound really nice and clear. And it just started picking up the audio from my headphones instead, instead of using the Yeti mic, which is so frustrating when it does this. I don't know why it's been doing this lately, but um, instead of like panicking and re-recording it, I just put it out there because I feel like that's very on brand for me. I, <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist and I think it's actually really beautifully permission giving that um, like I don't edit, I don't edit my podcasts um, people ask me, like, do you have a podcast ed- editor? How much do you pay? Do you have a manager? And I'm like, nope, it's just me. I plug in my mic. I record. Uh, if I have a sp- space where I'm, like, really not talking for a few long seconds because I'm gathering my thoughts, maybe I'll clip that out. Or if I said something max, and I'll clip it out. But I don't, like, I don't edit because I think it's, yeah, it's just very on brand for me to show up, plug in, talk, speak, let it be imperfect. If there's technical issues, there's technical issues. If I say a lot of ums or ahs or forget my train of thought, like it happens. I'm a human and I think that's why you're here. I think that's why you, that's why we connect. So how perfect is that? And also I think of my mentor Shoshana Raven. She always says, um, how chill can you be? How chill can you be? It's easy to be chill and relaxed when things are going right, but what about when things go wrong? When there's technical glares, when or glitches, when there's, um, you know, when you're stuck in traffic, when things are frustrating and disappointing. How chill can you be? How can you surprise yourself and others? And I just love that because, yeah, it's very on brand for me. I'm never, um, I've never been a super super perfectionist. I've always just shown up, taken action, and figured that it's better to take messy action than no action at all um and yeah that's my jam anyway not the topic of today's episode today's episode is about prioritizing my peace and how this has been such a game-changing way to live actually it does relate to what i just said there because i mean i could have stressed and been like oh i need to re-record those sections where the audio is all weird or What are people going to think? And it's so unprofessional and blah, 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 blah. What if people get mad? I I choose peace. I choose peace. I choose to let it be what it is. Show people that I'm a human and be totally fine with it. And you're either here for it or you're not. It's okay if you're not. My peace is my priority. So I want to talk to you about how this all really, really became the number one priority in my life. How it got started and what sparked it and what it means and why it's so magical so magical so for the ever since i had the if you haven't listened to the last episode please do so because it's so it's it's you would think it's just 
about um, it's hard to it's hard to come up with a title that captures everything that that episode entails. Um, but I was talking about why I ended up going back to my um, back to a nine to five job, right? Why I decided to get a job. But there's so much more in there. What was my point in saying this? See, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, as I was saying in the last episode about going through a spiritual awakening where I realized I don't want to be on this manifestation burnout anymore. Um, like the whole point of manifesting my desires and attracting things to me is so that I can relax and have a joyful enjoyable life not to be constantly feeling like I have to do another mindset ritual or another thing and always working on myself which I am always working on myself but I wanted to do it from a place of peace I knew that there had to be an easier way is what I was saying so then I went through this whole spiritual awakening slash meltdown rock bottom everything felt very unpeaceful in the process of reaching my peace and my total alignment, but everything kind of had to crumble. It was like really a quantum crumble. Um, I like that term, quantum crumble, truly was. And while crawling my way out of this rock bottom quantum crumble, trying to rebuild the pieces of my life and my business and um, re- yeah, rebuild things, you know, continue teaching and leading, even though I felt like, okay, here I have just gone through this massive awakening, this massive crumble, this massive breakdown, but let me still be the best leader I can and teach people what I know so far and the huge lessons that have come out of this. Like truly so many lessons came out. Like I'm even thankful for working with a mentor that wasn't aligned, doing the things that weren't totally aligned because there's huge lessons in there. But one of the things I was leading people in that I've always that I've always spoke about is peace and operating from a place of peace but i it's so true when they say we teach what we most need to learn right and i realized and i'll tell you about the moment when i realized it that there are many ways in which i wasn't i was helping lots of other people get in touch with their peace and surrender and let go um, but i wasn't fully embodying it in all the areas right and in many ways i was Um, especially once I allowed myself to get to safety and security and, um, like even like boldly following my intuition, going to Columbia when it made no logical sense, many, many moments of beautiful peace and surrender. But there was a moment about, I guess it would be about seven or eight weeks ago now where I was launching Decolonize and Rise, one of my latest programs that I'm so just, I'm so... I don't want to say attached to it, but just I'm so in love with this program. It's so meaningful to me that I found myself going on this emotional roller coaster that I think any entrepreneur can relate to that when you're launching it, you're like, you have days and moments where you're so excited and you're like, F yes. Like, of course, everyone's going to sign up. This is the work. This is the medicine the world needs. This is amazing. This is incredible. Like, of course, people are coming. People are already in. This is magical and then there's moments where it's like okay it's been days okay it's been weeks and there's no other bites so there's no other signups and and I have so much to say and I'm so passionate about it and I just care about this work so much I know how much it's going to change lives and 
it's not easy for me to do this work. This work is heavy. It's emotional because a lot of it is like deep ancestral healing work that I've only just walked myself through. Um, and it can feel like the weight of your communities on your shoulders sometimes. So for that reason, I was also like, oh, okay, this is heavy. This is hard. And there was all these ups and downs. And I just remember this drawing this line in the sand and coming to my mentor and coming to my mastermind sisters and being like, I'm done with the emotional roller coaster of launching and of business. And I'm just at a place like I just want to prioritize my peace. I just want to be peaceful. And the truth is like financially, I don't need this program to do well. So I don't need to be so upset and stressed about the results and the things like I'm just so passionate about the work. The work means so much to me. That's why my heart was kind of like just so in it. But it doesn't need to bring me all this stress to my nervous system. I was like, I just fully want to, I just want to be at peace. And I want that to be my priority. And everyone in, I should, I'd actually screenshotted the messages that came through. Everyone on the mastermind call and my mentor was like, oh my gosh, yes, this feels like you embodying this peace is the medicine for you, for your people. It's like the key to your next level. Like, yes, prioritize the peace. And so, yeah, that's when I realized, yeah, there's areas, especially when I launch that I'm not fully embodying the peace as the priority. I'm letting myself go on this roller coaster instead of just focusing moment to moment on being fully present and asking myself, "Mm, what do I need right now? What feels good in my body? Don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day. What do I need right now? And so I started doing that. And I mean, the launch still continued as it was. There was two people that signed up right away. And then there was still only those two people by the time the program started. But I was I was totally at peace with it because I started to shift my energy and make my peace my priority. And that's the coolest thing is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't depend on circumstance. It depends on intention and priority. You can be peaceful. You can be chill. Like I was saying earlier, how chill can you be when things are going wrong? It's easy to be chill and at peace when you're on a beach and all you can hear is the ocean and the birds and the sun's on your face and you have nothing to do that day. Like it's easy to be at peace when you're on vacation. Everything's going right. But who are you going to be and how are you going to be when the unexpected happens or the disappointment happens? And it doesn't mean, I want to be really clear, It doesn't mean you don't let yourself get disappointed. It doesn't mean you don't let yourself feel sad. It doesn't mean you don't let yourself feel angry. It means you don't constantly stay in your head and make yourself wrong for having those feelings. You fully surrender to them in the most beautiful way and you take everything truly like moment by moment. And living this way has gotten me through obviously got me through the rest of the launch in such a peaceful way it's allowing me to create the most exciting aligned incredible new offers that I'm even more lit up about from this peaceful place and it's also gotten me through some really really tough days and moments lately in my personal life where I have been in moments of complete grief complete shock complete 
um, just overwhelm. But I've been able to fully surrender to that and not make make myself wrong for it and panic about, oh, what's this going to do to my energy or what's this going to do to my business or what's this going to mean? Like, just fully being in it. And then the next moment I could be dancing and I could be putting on a Lizzo song and moving my body and feeling amazing and also not making myself wrong for that. Right? So that's been the coolest thing. Um, and it's just, it's just game changer. Prioritize your peace. That's, that's my number one priority. That's my number one question moment to moment is what would feel the most good right now? What, what would feel, what would make me feel most at ease? What's the path of least resistance in this moment? Right? No need. A lot of times the things that stress us out are self-inflicted. It's a self-inflicted pressure, self-inflicted deadlines, overloading our to-do list. And I'm so lucky to be working with one of my good friends, Sheila, who actually I met in the mastermind that I joined earlier this year. Um, I love like joining masterminds and programs. I realized recently all of my very best friends now and my clients um, have come from like masterminds that I've been a part of or group programs that I've been a part of. It's really cool. We meet online and then we meet in real life and it's amazing. So I'm very blessed to be working with my close friend, Sheila, and she sees me, which is so, that's the other thing about getting in a group of women in sisterhood is so healing and to have people like fully see you, see your genius, see what you do, see your strengths more than you can. She reminds me all the time, like I wrote a post about this too, like your business is run on peace. So don't forget that you're allowed to take a beat, take a pause when you need to, right? You're creating from peace now. So she's always asking me, what would feel good to you right now? What would feel good in this moment? And it's just the most beautiful divine feminine energy. I'm so thankful. So shout out Sheila. I'll have her on the podcast soon because we have a very exciting collaboration we want to share with you. And she has so many gifts and things to share with you. But um, yeah, she's been reminding me what would feel just what would feel the most easeful, what would feel the most peaceful, you get to run your business from peace. So I love having those reminders from her. And recently, this came up because we have big plans, Sheila and I, for August and September already mapped out like we have a joint masterclass we want to do and then we have the big reveal of the big collaboration we're doing together that we're going to be launching and talking about um i'm wrapping up decolonize and rise right now i'm also gonna i'm have two one-on-one spots open that i want to be talking about and it's just like making the time to talk about that in a really peaceful fun way as well and then for decolonize and rise I'm creating a bonus program for them. It's a mini program. It's using EFT, which is tapping, to tap through some money beliefs and money blocks, specifically that come up for BIPOC folks, right? So ancestral things, things around oppression, anger, taking up space, being worthy, all this beautiful thing, beautiful stuff. And I thought, wow, this is a really good program. I need to sell it on its own, but I'm giving the Decolonize and Rise ladies for free. But this is something I can sell on its own. And so I'm creating it now because it's like the, the program just ended. It's my time to create this for them. And so I had 
in my mind, I thought, okay, so I need to start selling this as well and then sell it at the same time. But then it started to feel like, ooh, looking at my calendar, looking at the content schedule, this is a lot to try to make branding and content around this and sell this and bring people in and then also create it and then also getting ready for the masterclass and the collab with Sheila and talk about my one-on-one and not to mention I have a full-time job now. So I was like, hmm, this is feeling a bit overwhelming. And then Sheila was like, well, what would feel better? Like you can, there's options, right? Like you're the boss. You can create the program later and give it to them later. You can create it just for them now and sell it later, right? You don't have to sell it now. And I was like, oh, that's true. I don't have to sell it now. I can just make it for them because I promised it to them. Make it as epic as it can be and then brand it, package it and sell it later. So taking the, you know, taking the pressure off myself. And so that's exactly what I'm doing. And it's just another example of how when peace is the priority, you get to follow the path of least resistance. You get to have more fun and ease. And it's from that place that you become magnetic, right? When you're peaceful and, of course, when you're expressed in who you are as a soul, when you're living with an open heart, that is the magnet that attracts people. So I'm going to have another episode on your soul expression as the magnet because that really is the biggest magnet. But of course, feminine energy, being able to to relax into your life, relax into everything you're doing, being at peace, so key in receiving your manifestations and also just the best way to live. So I'm loving it. It is a game changer. Other ways that prioritizing my peace um, look looks like is just not necessarily meditating more or meditating longer. I mean, I've been meditating every day for the past couple of years, really, but it's like more moments where I just stop and just put my hand on my heart and tune in. Like it's just listening to my body more, listening to my intuition more, and just those moment to moment questions like, hmm, what would feel what would feel good? It's very simple. What would feel good right now? What's the most peaceful? And what's the most chill I can be and surrendered I can be even when I'm dealing with disappointment or dealing with anger? How can I see this through the lens of love? How can I remember to be the light? How can I remember that my heart is literally a reservoir filled with God's love, with creator's love, with the universe's love? How can I see myself and others through the lens of love? And surprise yourself with how peaceful you can be. Surprise others with how peaceful you can be. I promise. It's magnetic. It'll catch on. It's incredible. Um, And yeah, that's all I have for you today. I love you. Thank you for listening. I hope this inspires you to prioritize and protect your peace. And I would love to hear from you what that looks like for you. A lot of this might come up around relationships or boundaries that you might need to set or things you might need to take off your to-do list. I want to hear what it is for you and how you're going to prioritize your peace. Maybe start with this week. How are you going to prioritize your peace this week? Let me know on Instagram. Do a post and tag me at Emily Ann Brandt and let me know that you've tuned in. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks again so much for listening. The best way you can thank a podcaster, if you got any value from this episode at all, or it helped you in any way, the best way to thank a podcaster 
is to share. Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Emily Ann Grant, send it to a friend and let me know your thoughts. I cannot wait to connect with you. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Emily Ann Grant or join the Facebook group, The Soul's Way. Thanks again for being here. Cheers to your magic.